Good day, everybody, and welcome to Semi Pro. I am Josh Clements or Brit Edit. And I'm Dalton Barrett, aka Barrett Digital. And our special guest today is Isaiah Mudderman. Hi, I'm Lunchbox, and you're inside Semi Pro. <laughs> Certainly the first time we've ever had him on Semi-Pro. He's definitely never been here before in a lost episode that nobody will ever hear. Correct. Never happened. This is my first time ever, and I'm very excited to be here for the first time. I did want to, I know we're not doing an interview, but let's talk a little bit about Gotham Knights. Uh, what about, he's so well, just, to talk about it. Just what do you want to, <laughs> what do you want people to know about this upcoming project? Let's say that somebody's listening to this podcast uh, for the first time. And they have no idea what Gotham Knights is. Take it from the top and inform the people. Inform the people. You know, you say you want to do, like, nix the interview format because it keeps it fresh. But I'm probably better in that because I don't talk unless someone asks me things. And then I'll just go off. But anyway, uh, Gotham Knights is a fan series uh, based on the Bat Family. It is written by myself and the boy Wonder on Instagram, Colin. Uh... I mean, it's directed by Steph, the director, the uh, that's his last name of the podcast. Ao fam, listen to this. His last mm-hmm. name is actually the director. I found that out the other day. This is his last name. Well, that's his middle name. He's Steph, the director Perry. Ah, and he's actually Stefan. You know, correct. Oh yeah, you're right. I always forget his name is Stefan. I've always he introduced me to him as Steph, and I've always called him Steph. But I hear other people say Stefan, and I'm like, ooh. The thing is, if you go by um, if you go by Stefan, then you fall into like the Darren Aronofsky sort of thing, where people see your name and they think of you as this probably very foreign, always mute director who never does anything, when in fact you're actually a normal person. That's fair. I think of uh, Family Matters when they did, you know, Steve Urkel when he would get into that machine and then come out all smooth, Stefan. <laughs> and while Stefan was very smooth, I still think of it as Steve Urkel. So I don't want to picture Steve Urkel when I think of Steph because one of us should know. So there's uh, there's there's definitely a trailer coming Friday. Yes. Can I say that? I'm going to say that. It's actually really funny because I work on the project. Uh, I do kind of marketing and design. Uh, Isaiah is, of course, in it. We haven't told you who he plays. Who do you play, Isaiah? Oh, I play Jason Todd slash Red Hood. And then Josh is also in this, and he will be the only one Don't of the three of us. Don't tell anyone who Josh plays. No, I won't, but he will be the only one of the three of us <laughs> who you can actually hear in the trailer. I wonder, really, do. In, in yeah. the whole trailer, the three of us, you star in the show, and I, I am doing so much and I've been on this project for a year and you've been on it even longer and yet Josh is the only voice you can hear in the hear in the trailer well that's okay I'm filing that's okay I'm filing a lawsuit Josh deserves his time to shine uh, I, I politely disagree <laughs> I think you sound great we've right. we've all three seen the trailer and I think Josh sounds brilliant right um, what's been your favorite experience so far working on the project um man that's hard uh, I'm gonna cop out and say the whole thing because uh, <laughs> there are a lot of 
Like, <laughs> there are a lot of specific moments that I have enjoyed seeing stuff happen for the first time, put, putting on a certain costume for the first time. Uh, certain fight scenes are really great. I can't give away super big specifics, but there's a scene in a diner, which is pretty fantastic, I think. I mean, I don't know. It was like our one chance to act really well, like really, really act instead of just punch stuff. And like a hush fell over the room and it was really emotional for everyone. So I hope it looks as good as it felt. Otherwise, we're like, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel real bad. But the whole thing has been like a great, a great time because a lot of it is, uh, a lot of it like shouldn't have worked out as well as it did, and then it all came together like really last minute. For like each shoot was like so there was so much stress and so much going on, and then there was a lot of help from people, and it came together at the last minute. So if anything, I will say the community behind the cast and crew of Gotham Knights has baffled me like every time we did anything the way it's worked out even though it should not have what we can say is that don't have to wait too long it's this is true for once you don't have to wait too long people have been asking us like all year when when it was coming out but now we'll know we can't say here but you will know on friday when this thing is coming out and it's probably going to be sooner than you'd expect yeah (laughs) uh so let's switch gears a little bit i want to talk a little bit about inside the lunchbox which was actually the main focus of the first podcast we recorded with you which the world will never hear. Uh, so let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about that. Uh, take it from the top. What is inside the lunchbox? Oh boy. Uh, so every week on Wednesdays, comic new comics come out. So I try to pick up a bunch. It's normally stuff that I would read anyway. And then I make an IGTV video, um, describing them in detail or reviewing them. But I try to keep each review like, it's evolved now. It used to be like 15 seconds, but now I keep it at maybe like 30. Um, but I do it really fast and I usually yell and there are jokes and there are, there's a lot of zooming. People really like the zooming for some reason, but it's just like a fun little video describing the comics for the week. And I say, I'm Lunchbox and you're inside me. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Right. I watch it every week and um, I, I don't have time because I'm a very busy man. I'm really surprised I have time to sit down for 20 minutes and record a podcast every week, but uh, make it work. And uh, so I don't have time to read comics. I'm reading books and and all that kind of stuff for us. Uh, oh, he doesn't have time to read kitty comics. This guy reads books. Well, I, I'm, I'm reading them for some intern stuff that I'm doing. So I do that and my job takes up a lot of time and then the design work that I do and all that kind of stuff. So I don't really have time to sit down and read comics. And Inside the Lunchbox has been a huge help in that avenue for me because I like comics. I just don't have time to read them. And so you can keep me caught up. And when you talk about one that really sparks my interest, then I can sit down and, and, and read that one completely legally. Go buy it and, and completely legally read every comic that I've ever read in my <laughs> life. And so that, that's what's really helped. And, but the coolest thing about it is it's entertaining. You talk about a series where somebody describes what happens in comics. And it sounds so boring. But you, uh, your personality really shines. And you, you really make it an, an, interesting, an interesting series. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, there, are, there are not, I'd say there's like a handful of people who tell me that they watch it in order to get comic reviews and decide if they want to read it, which I appreciate and that's what I want. But it's mostly now like people watch, like enjoy watching me yell and talk really fast, which is also fine. Right. That I've well, become this like entertainment source rather than this information source, which, you know, either one. I'll take either one. You know, I'm fine. Either way. 
Right. One of the questions we posed you with last time you were on here was, do you see Inside the Lunchbox branching out um, into like a YouTube series or into something bigger than just an IGTV series? Um, so you, you asked me that last time and I didn't really have like a good answer or anything. Um, but then I thought about it after. I was like, you know what? I want to be like the Eric Andre of comic books. For anyone who doesn't watch the Eric Andre show, it's like the wildest talk show I've ever seen in my entire life. And I strive for that level of greatness. Um, I don't know. I want to sit at a desk and I want to scream about comics. And then maybe I'll have a guest come out, like a writer that I like or just ripped all over. And they can do whatever. I don't know. I, maybe if it got to a point where I was like on a YouTube channel and I had like a like a, a slightly different formatted talk show, that would be cool. But if it stays on IGTV, that's cool too. I just want to yell and talk fast, and that's my real dream in life. Right, and your 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 hold up with that last time that I solved, and you're welcome whenever you finally implement this was the Zoom oh, thing. Oh, the Zooming. Yeah. <laughs> just just Zoom in post. Just have whoever's yeah. editing it for you just Zoom in as you're speaking in post, and then you, you're I gotta fine. Have, they got to spend like a lot of time with me, like that Zoom thing, man. <laughs> The timing on the Zoom thing has got to be specific. They gotta, they gotta you, really know my ins and outs. Oh well, you'd have to sit down with them and say, "All right, I want to zoom here. I want to zoom here. I zoom <laughs> here, 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 and here." And then you leave and let them do their work. So, all right. Well, Josh, you got any final questions? You haven't talked in a while. Uh, no, not many questions. I was gonna say something along the lines of what you said about watching Inside Lunchbox to uh, catch up on comics because there is no store that sells any recent comics around here at all. Um, the closest one I have is about an hour off, and that only sells graphic novels. So it's kind of, it's nice to watch inside lunchbox because, uh, yeah, it's edutainment. It's um, <laughs> it is really funny. I'm not gonna lie about that. It is. It's um, super yeah, entertaining. It's also nice to kind of like catch up on what's happened last week. You're an yeah, inspiration it, to us all. Like, it's actually there's a few times where you've made me like almost tear up from after. That's amazing. <laughs> mostly when you're um, it, it, it's mo- it was mostly to do with. Uh, Oh, I can't remember what the arc's called, but it was, uh, then Lex Luthor turns up, and every oh, time you yell that... because Scott's it, it really got doing that whole thing with the year of the villain, and like Lex Luthor has become Perpetua, who's like this elder god of the universe. He's become like her, her like right-hand man or whatever, so he gets all these superpowers, and then he has the ability to distribute superpowers, so this whole arc is like transcended this one book, and now it's in every book, so there was like a solid three weeks where anybody who had a book, like Lex Luthor would show up on the back end of the book and be like, hey, do you want superpowers? Hey, do you want superpowers? And at first it was fun, and then it irritated the heck out of me. And I'm like, hey, man. So then, like, every time I did the review, I'd be like, and Lex Luthor shows up out of nowhere in Alvarez. I don't remember what I said anymore, but it was like, it was everywhere. He was everywhere. He's still everywhere. That arc is super annoying. <laughs> and now he's uh, he's transcended his way into crisis. <laughs> right. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Crisis was bad. It really. We should have done this whole episode talking about everything that's wrong with Crisis. <laughs> I know you would Don't have had some opinions on the CW, man. Yeah, you would have had. You had some opinions on uh, Kingdom Come Superman because that's your favorite Superman course, story, it's, correct? It's it's not actually, but it is up there. Gotcha. Um, because you know I like depressed Superman. Right. Um, for tomorrow is my favorite Superman story. Gotcha. Okay, but, mine's mine's All Star, so that shows my uh, mm, my taste. No, in I Superman. take that back. Okay, All Star is great. All Star is in my top five. Oh, All Star is phenomenal. 
is my number one, and Four Tomorrow is my number two. Kingdom Come probably at three. All Star at number four. Red Sun at five. All Star is interesting because the good stuff in All Star is so good, and then the the bad stuff in All Star is just so boring. There's whole chunks of All Star that are just like the most boring story ever. But then it the, has its ups and downs. But the good stuff is so good it just carries the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, so I guess I mean the, the only real answer to Superman comics is Superman Year One is the best Superman comic ever written. There's really no denying it. Injustice mm. <laughs> mm. Superman is the most accurate Superman depiction ever. And if you don't believe that, then you're living in a dream world. Okay. <laughs> I'm just the <laughs> somebody said that once. And then another, not not the Dream World thing that that was different. But somebody said that Injustice Superman was the best and most accurate Superman that had been written. That's a wild statement, and I'm gonna hard disagree. That would be what we would refer to as a hot take. I think I might punch someone in the throat if they said that to me. I don't know about that. <laughs> right? Isn't it just that's just the worst <laughs> statements you could possibly like? Uh, but yeah, you didn't like uh, Kingdom Come Superman and. Uh, because he's not—he's not Kingdom Come Superman in Crisis. In Crisis, yeah, yeah. Well, right, because it's not—it's not the Kingdom Come Superman. It's basically—it's Superman Returns Superman, which was Superman one and two Superman, and then somehow we're gonna retcon three and four. And well, okay, so that—that—that that, that got me. As uh, I'm a Superman Returns fan, I'm like one of the only one. Uh, more people are coming around to it now. I love Superman I Returns. I love that movie. Um, it was never. It, it was not supposed to be a direct sequel to the original two Superman movies. It was never supposed right. to be a direct sequel. It was like an homage sequel is what it was referred to as. But now it's apparently right. a direct sequel. Uh, doesn't, I don't know. That that got under my skin a little bit. I did, I justified, because I love Kingdom Come as well. I justified the Kingdom Come stuff with his son from uh, Superman Returns didn't die like Lois and everybody at the planet died, but his son was still there, so that gave him like a little glimmer of hope. I guess I don't know. Right. That's how I justified the it. Force for him keeping keeping it up as Superman. Right. That that's how I justified right. it in my head, and it was really fun to watch him. It just wasn't Kingdom Kingdom Come Superman. No, I mean, why would you? I just I was like baffled. It was going to be the one good thing and the one thing that I watched Crisis for, and then I was baffled. When I heard that they're just going to wipe away the kingdom come... Like, you could have even... All right, let's say that it's the Superman Returns Superman, right? You then give him the kingdom come storyline, and then he's kingdom come Superman. Like, don't make up a whole new one. Like, don't CW it and just make up some random garbage that you think people will enjoy based on something they saw in 2006, and then slap the kingdom come Superman on it. Like, slap the suit on him, and like, oh, it's so fantastic. It's the kingdom come Superman. Except it's not. Like, why don't you just get? Why don't you just give him the Tyler Hecklin suit, like a better one than Tyler Hecklin has, and you can make your own Superman Returns sequel, Brandon Routh thing, whatever you want, man, whatever you want. But stop calling it Kingdom Come because the only thing that's Kingdom Come about it is the suit. Okay, and you can eat my butt. Here's okay. Here's the and thing. And that is inside the love show. <laughs> that's essentially what the show's like. Yes. Here, here's another thing that that everybody loved that I didn't. I liked in context of the crossover, but didn't like in context of it being Kingdom Come. They did an explanation of why he added the black to his logo. Did you see that? No. Okay, so uh, Lois Lane or Tyler Hecklin's Lois asked uh, Ralph's Superman, "Why'd you add black to your logo?" 
And he said something along the lines of to show people that even in the darkest times, there's still hope or something, something like that, which is a really hope great. Oh yeah, I did see that. I okay. Did see that. Which is really good in terms of that, like that Superman. But I always thought that the kingdom come Superman added his black to the logo just to like show like mourning, like, like he's in mourning. Right. So there's black in his logo. So that's what I always assumed. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's what I always assumed. And I mean, you can give whatever explanation you want, but it's not like you can't add black to a different Superman logo and do the same thing. You don't need, that's my whole point is like, you don't need to rip off this, the kingdom come Superman in order to make the CW more interesting. You could just fucking do your own thing, you know? Right. They should wow. have just, they should have taken the suit that he's got returns logo black instead of yellow and the returns belt and then there you're done that's it and he's not kingdom right. come superman you can even kill off everybody i think that's the reason they did it is because they couldn't get all the other actors from superman returns to come back i mean that's still very different from kingdom comes so you could do what you just said and it would be fine and right. people would still watch it to see like we're watching for brandon routh like i don't care well i care if it were Kingdom Come Superman and it were anybody, I would watch it. But if it were just Brandon Routh in a different Superman suit, continuing the role, I would watch it just for him because we stand Brandon Routh. I don't need Kingdom Come Superman on the CW because I hate the CW. Apparently, and there's some uh, uh, Ryan Unicomb, who I don't know if you know of, but he's one of those scoop guys. He's probably the most reliable of all of the scoop guys. He has said uh, that there is some talks about a Brandon Routh HBO Max miniseries that is apparently like being considered. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I would assume it would tie into that that same character. So I don't know if it would be Kingdom Come. It would be better than what we got on the CW for sure because it's, I mean, it's HBO Max, so it's going to have a little higher budget and probably better writing. So what what, right. would, what would your thoughts on that be? I'm not necessarily interested in seeing like the continuation of this Superman. Like, wasn't Crisis on the CW supposed to like end it? Like, this is the closing of his arc or whatever. Like, what are they gonna do? Is it gonna be after Crisis or no? It's pre-Crisis. That that's the rumor at least. It's it's pre-Crisis between Returns. So after the 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 death uh, after the planet bombing, before Crisis is. I don't. I don't think I care then. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like returns a lot, and then I, and well, I love Brandon Routh, but I don't need to see his Superman like milk to death. You know, like I don't need I to see, that, at um, this point. It's like Star Wars. Like I don't need a series or movie like in between every little crack and crevice of his life. <laughs> Superman goes to the bathroom. Like what? Well, papers are gonna pick? Like I don't care. I don't need an HBO Max series on it. It could bridge the gap, though. It could tell the actual like Kingdom Come story to an extent and then maybe like post kingdom come is when crisis takes place so i like, mean at some point that's worse like trying to it's like slapping a you know you you put a turd in the oven it's not a cookie you know <laughs> it's like slapping oh, a on it. all right on that note that <laughs> this has been <laughs> your special edition of inside the lunchbox my goodness slapping a turd in the <laughs> oven and you can't call it a cookie. cookie that's brilliant you're a genius man uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right plug the your stuff king of comedy Pl plug your stuff real quick where can people find you and 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 that kind of thing 
Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok sometimes. They're not cringy, I promise. But they're all under Lunchbox with two U's in the lunch part. I don't know where else you put an extra U. Um, watch Inside the Lunchbox on IGTV. I will yell and scream very fast about comics. It's a lot like what I just did on this podcast. <laughs> Check out Gotham Knights, which is on Instagram and YouTube under Gotham Knights series. Uh, Easy Day Entertainment. Dalt spelled it earlier. E A Z E. Um, yeah, E A Z E. Which Steph catches a lot of stuff for, you know, a lot of flack for that. But Lazy Boy only spell it doesn't spell their their chair name with a Y, and they're like one of the most popular chairs in existence. So See, I always choke on that. I, um, until the last time you were on here, I thought it was Easy Day Entertainment, and that's that that's full disclosure. Right, but no one's saying, like, no one's going to pick up a recliner and calling it a Lazboy. <laughs> like, you know what it's called because they're so incredibly popular. Anyway, look, I'm Lunchbox. Thanks for being inside me and being inside Semi Pro. It's with two U's. I'm on most social media platforms. Check out Gotham Knights. Everyone on the podcast right now has worked on it. A lot of talented people. It's really great. It's at least good. Uh, look out for the trailer on Friday. That is all. <laughs> All right, this has been Simi Pro. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, uh, some some stuff got cut out, but it'll be all right. We hope you had a good time. Go ahead and follow uh, Lunchbox on all of his social platforms that he just gave. See you next time. <laughs>